Today's date is November 2nd, 2017. Hello and welcome to the Thor Ragnarok Hit the Books Review. Review. Yeah, we made it. Emery and I just saw the premiere of uh, Thor Ragnarok, Marvel's latest uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe film. Yes, we did. And we have a lot of thoughts about it. <laughs> Maybe too many. Maybe, Maybe not, not enough. enough. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, yep, this so, is one of those. For those of you unfamiliar with our review process, basically what we do for movie reviews is we talk about uh, whether we liked it or not and whether we recommend you go see it or not and this and that without spoilers and then we give you a warning and we jump right into spoilers and discuss the film as a whole including the uh typical marvel cameos at the end and this and that so without further ado let's get into it emery what'd you think well i i have to say this movie was entertaining to say the least uh this is a movie that uh was really, really well hyped. Uh, I had, I don't want to say high expectations for this movie, given the previous Thor movies, but um, which I liked, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I mean, the first Thor movie I would say is a good movie, but not what I would call a Thor movie. Uh, the second movie is definitely a Thor movie, but not what I would call a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would probably say the second one is weaker, but... Yeah. Uh, this one, I would say, is probably, at least in my opinion, uh, their best outing entertainment-wise with Thor. Um, that's not to say that I didn't have issues with this. <laughs> yep. Well, I uh, I have no idea whether I absolutely hate this movie or whether I absolutely love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason I say this is because this movie doesn't do any of the things it should do, but somehow still remains entertaining. It, yeah. It, it, it has many of the problems I had with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 blown up to an epic proportion (laughs) Uh, if anything this movie is the the dictionary definition of blowing up to an epic proportion oh it was blowing something it was was blowing itself quite a bit um whoever wrote this movie savage uh really is in love with the new age disney film where everything has to be a wink at the audience and everything has to be a a stupid corny joke and (laughs) you can't have a single serious moment and i feel like the more i think about it the more i dislike what they did or at least how they handled it yeah they just washed everything with ridiculous like cultural references in a world of Asgardians who have not experienced these cultural references at all. Uh, well, I'll, I'll get into plenty during the spoiler talk. <laughs> oh yeah. Um there's just constant like joke making in the most serious of moments in the most dire of situations which, you know, just to give an example, Captain America Winter Soldier had a, you know, 
humorous like moments where he would say something or you know get punched or something and he would have a quip or something right that's what i would expect and that's like tolerable like okay i get it you're the cool superhero guy you're gonna say a cool thing here or there and have a little chuckle or whatever and you know you and robert downey jr are gonna make a quip at each other in those slower moments that need a little humor right this movie no Every scene is <laughs> supposed to be a humorous scene, and they they are completely in love with themselves to the point where it doesn't make fucking sense. <laughs> I and actually, I can't take yeah. any of this seriously, including the villains, including the consequences, which are pretty dire. At least they should feel like it. Uh, and Jeff Goldblum, man, <laughs> he goes Full gold bloom in this movie. And I don't know if it's for the better or not. There were parts where I was like, gold bloom was perfect for this moment. And then there are parts where I'm like, what the fuck are they thinking? (laughs) There there was so much gold bloom in here that, oh, God, I, I felt like I was having good memories or good flashbacks of, um, things like Independence Day and uh, Jurassic Park, but then having like bad flashbacks of like Jurassic Park <laughs> two, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, it's Independence, Independence Day, Day two, two, ah, <laughs> uh. yeah, uh, there was just so, much. I, and I love Jeff Goldblum, but like, yeah, they like, made him, I, a, I, they got their money's worth I, yeah, out of I, him. I love him, uh, but they kind of made him a caricature of himself they really they really did <laughs> you're not wrong at all <laughs> so yeah this this movie I, again i don't know whether i hate it or love it or somewhere in the middle i'll probably settle somewhere in the middle i didn't it wasn't as cringeworthy as guardians of the galaxy because guardians of the galaxy volume 2 was at times trying to be serious and were just failing <laughs> because they had set it up so poorly and then uh, in the following scene, they would literally laugh at their own jokes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> in this movie, they knew exactly what they were doing from the beginning. Oh, yeah. They had no intention of being serious. And I think overall it hurts the movie. I think if they had sprinkled it in, <laughs> uh, it would be more tolerable, specifically during the slower mo- moments. Like there's a scene where, no spoilers, but Hulk and Thor are in the same room. You know, just bantering back and forth and stuff. And there's, you know, humor in there, sprinkled in there, and both physical, physical, like, kind of slapstick humor and then, like, actual spoken humor. Yeah. That was cool because it would otherwise be a slow moment that would just drag on and, you know, audiences might get disinterested. Right. But when you're in the climatic <laughs> fights with this, you know, woman from essentially hell who's going to destroy all of your people and society. Yeah. And you're still making stupid jokes, not only with the main character, but with the villain. It just, it's just so gross and so cringeworthy. And I couldn't take anything seriously. Uh, And at the beginning of the movie, I was just cringing over and over and over again. And eventually I just let go and just went with it, (laughs) went went with it for what it was and just started just, Laughing at the stupidity of it. I, I never and, thought I would go to a movie where the movie itself was basically trying to tell everyone in the audience, just let it happen. Yeah. It, this was the <laughs> ultimate Disneyfication of the Marvel Universe. And I think it forgets 
in a significant portion of the movie, I'd say the majority of the movie, that it's a Thor movie. Uh, yeah. The, the, the yeah. whole center of the movie are is just nothing but this side Goldblum Hulk <laughs> story that doesn't really matter at all. Again, like Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, where they just kind of go off on this side adventure, uh, and yeah. then they come back and remind you it's about the dad. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. This that... movie does the same stupid thing where <laughs> it takes these characters <laughs> away from the primary threat and situation that needs to be dealt with, and, and has an entire movie <laughs> where they're just on this side quest doing their own thing. And then, oh, yeah, then we at, forgot what movie we were on. Let's get back to that. And then at the end of the movie, they're like, oh, shit, this is still a Thor movie. We got to throw them back. We got to finish that. Get, people are going to be angry at us. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, this movie feels like it's written by two different people. And one was trying to have a cool, epic Thor movie where you have all this kind of iconography from kind of, you know, the Norse religion and history and it gave me, you know, a lot of uh, Lord of the Rings vibes and stuff, you know, with the, yeah. the art and everything. There's actually a scene that made me think of the Lord of the Rings. like Fellowship of the Ring? Yeah, yeah like yeah. specifically that movie. Yeah, there's uh, a very specific uh, entry. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. Oh. I felt if it had dedicated itself to being one or the other, it would be pretty damn good movie it, it, but here's the thing it, like the, you're right when you said it feels like two movies that's because it is two movies yeah and this is thor ragnarok plus planet it's, hulk it's barely thor ragnarok though <laughs> i feel like the thor ragnarok parts were about 15 minutes at the beginning and 15 <laughs> minutes at the end and the rest is just planet hulk ish <laughs> but you're focused on thor instead of hulk <laughs> right and uh, and I feel like Hulk doesn't even really have a big role for as much as he's in it. He's just kind of there. <laughs> right. He's like, oh, no. Like, like I, I, I need, don't make me the Hulk. Oh, shit, I have to Hulk. <laughs> now, it, it almost felt gross to me because I kind of felt like it was more fan service than anything. Like, they just had to, they knew they couldn't hold Hulk in his own movie and have a Planet Hulk movie that would stand up. And they know they've had trouble doing Thor movies. So they're just like, let's mush them together and see what happens. Yeah. And we're going to make this a weird buddy comedy about 40 minutes in. Yeah. I do like this. Oh, I hesitate to say this because I don't know if, if I rewatched it, I feel like I would hate it. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I would probably hate it and then rewatch it again and then like it again we just it's weird we just watch it so we're as fresh as fresh can be oh yeah whereas the other ones we waited several weeks and had time to stew it over and stuff but yeah i feel like if i rewatch it i'll probably hate it more than guardians of the galaxy volume 2 just because they just didn't relent and it's <laughs> not a well-written story things just kind of happen you know for reasons uh <laughs> there's there's a lot happening if there's one thing i can say about there's this movie is that there is so much happening that i literally lose track of where one of the characters went by the end of the movie <laughs> it, like a big character yeah so which is about what you'd expect uh, yeah uh, so it was everywhere there's just all sorts of things <laughs> that I think will drag this movie down. I think because of the stylized 
version. It has the kind of 80s visuals that are popular right now. Again, trying to force back the 80s <laughs> 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 uh, 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 about a generation too late. But it's like know. It, the the bright and neon yeah, style. Yeah, the kind of pseudo techno modernized <laughs> music in the background, with the exception of their immigrant song <laughs> by Led Zeppelin that they played three at least three times during this movie can, can we talk about that for a minute <laughs> <laughs> now led zeppelin is notoriously st- stingy with their music rights for commercials and they've let up in recent years and it's usually only the one song that they let up on they had rock and roll for one like car commercial that i remember yeah and that was a big deal and then they lent immigrant song to uh school of rock yeah, and then from then on, everybody started using immigrant song. And this this movie was like, we spent a lot of fucking money to get this fucking song, so we're gonna play it and we're gonna use it for everything. <laughs> like every time Thor has an awesome moment, that that's when we play immigrant yeah. song. Now, I I will give this movie some props when it and the very brief moments where it's not trying to be a comedy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, it, which are few and far between. It has awesome visual moments, like uh, when there's a scene, you see it in the commercials, so it's not a spoiler. Yeah. But where Hela's surrounded by the, the Pegasus troops. The, the, the Valkyries. Uh, oh, well, I was trying not to spoil it, but I guess it's pretty obvious. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's so pretty Hel- obvious. H- there's a scene where Hela's fighting all the Valkyries, and the clouds are crawling in, and it's all in this kind of slow, not quite slow motion, but kind of a really, like, deliberate animation style oh yeah and that was like it looks like a painting that looked awesome visually i knew it was was cg incredible yeah i knew it was cg but it looks so incredible i couldn't get over it and i think like Zack snyder does this sometimes he really pulls it off sometimes he has that just one really great visual moment in his movies that kind of give him a few points where otherwise he would just be devoid oh yeah uh and this movie had a handful of them there's a you know a fight scene at the end that has something like this uh which i'm sure we're gonna talk about yeah yes Uh, we are there's some (laughs) very mortal combat esque (laughs) moments towards the end there um there's a few Uh. like fight scenes that were more or less irrelevant to the main story unfortunately that were just beautifully shot and just look so cool and stylized and i feel like they made them purely to put them in the commercial for it (laughs) (laughs) and nothing no other reason really because oh yeah it it wasn't long there's a there's a few things that they changed uh specifically for the movie that uh seems very very different from what was advertised yeah um but <laughs> I don't know. Do do you recommend people go see it? I kind of feel like I'm on the fence about this one. Uh, I will say, yes, go see this movie. If for nothing else, uh, that there are beautifully shot scenes. Like there, there are scenes that we were talking about before that look like they were like hand painted or directly lifted from like comic book panels. Yeah. Which is it's incredible. Mhm. And while this movie was very relentless in its approach at humor, 
there are some genuine jokes in there that made me actually laugh as opposed to facepalm. <laughs> uh, yeah, Chris, I, Chris I can would, tell you, like, he, I, I facepalmed quite a bit. Yeah, in this I movie. think we both did. Yeah. Oh. I would say it was about 50 50. They hit on about 50, and they facepalmed about 50% of the time. And yeah. It, oh. <laughs> with Guardians of the Galaxy, it really irked me because the rest of the movie was so good. Like, the characters were so likable, and it was just, you know, yeah, they had such a great setup that they just kind of squandered. This movie, I feel like they just never let up, and they just, they didn't give me enough time to settle in and enjoy it, to hate it. (laughs) (laughs) So I was just at a constant plateau of, like, not sure if I'm digging it or hating it. (laughs) Like, just somewhere in that gray area, you know, where I just constantly zigzagging, you know. (laughs) Um, it's like very, very unreliable in how you are made to feel. Yeah, I, by this movie. I would say go see this. You don't. Well, the visual stuff. Maybe you should see it in theaters. If you don't see it in theaters, you're not going to miss out on that much. But I feel like, in the effort to stay relevant and updated with what's going on in this Marvel Cinematic Universe for Infinity War and stuff, you probably have to see this. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. There's this. The this movie is very relevant to the course that the Marvel Cinematic Universe is going to take. Yeah. Um, there's at least three big players that you need to pay attention to that are involved in this movie that probably lead directly into Infinity War. Uh, so I would say to stay relevant, see it. If you really want to ha- just go into this movie, don't expect this movie to be <laughs> anywhere near like Spider-Man Homecoming or Dark Knight or, you know, anything, event, even Avengers or anything like that. Don't expect that. Th- this is expect like, yeah. a kind of tongue-in-cheek, loose story. Turn off your brain, to, pop in the popcorn. Exactly. Turn yeah. off the brain, just laugh and ride ride it along until it's ending and get a reference for where, where everything is um i would say if it wasn't for the greater marvel cinematic universe you could probably skip this movie if it weren't going to be so culturally culturally important <laughs> and relevant <laughs> to the greater marvel cinematic universe i would say you could probably skip this movie and be okay but since it yeah. is right dead in the center of what's leading up to infinity war you really do have to see it yeah you, know, you have to see it for reference to hulk you have to see it for reference to thor uh loki all these characters that are probably going to make a significant appearance <laughs> and to have say the least significant worries or i would say and repercussions the, yeah uh beyond their own immediate character so yeah, go see it. If you just pick it up at a matinee price or something, more power to you. You're you're still going to get the big screen visual experience um, for those few moments that we were describing. But other than that, it, I don't know if <laughs> I'm struggling because we had the three Marvel movies this year, right? We had Spider-Man Homecoming, we had Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, and we had Thor Ragnarok. Is that yeah. all of them? So, of those three, I don't know if Thor is worse or better than Guardians. Spider-Man Homecoming took 
took the trophy a long time ago. It's oh on. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. already down the street and having a party. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> easily. Uh, Marvel knew exactly what to do with Spider Man. I uh, feel like I appreciated and enjoyed like the action scenes and stuff in Guardians more just because I liked the team and the dynamic of the characters. Thor, I thought had moments that could have been awesome and really stylish and really neat that they kind of squandered a little bit. Uh, yeah, it, a lot of here's the thing: the stakes. It doesn't feel like there's any stakes because you're not given time to feel any of the stakes. It's yeah. like much like the character that you're supposed to be following through this whole movie. Uh, a lot of it is just taken in stride. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so with that, let me give you our official warning. We are going into spoilers. We are going to be talking about a lot of things that happen in this movie, both good and bad. And I anticipate that we are going to spoil everything, uh, including the end credit scenes and everything. So if you don't want the movie spoiled, don't stick around. There are a few nice surprises in there that you probably don't want spoiled for you. But I think most of those... Is there anything really huge? I mean, everything, uh, all the spoiler <laughs> things you see. Huge being a very operative word here. Yeah, all the spoiler things that you see in this movie are things you pretty much already know. Yeah. It's just now you have a reference. Uh, except maybe that first end credit scene. Yeah, the first end credit scene is probably going to have some people stumped. Yeah, and the 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 very end, maybe. I... I'd say that's probably a spoiler. So, yeah. Uh, if you don't want anything spoiled, don't stick around. Go see the movie. Come back and join us and talk with us and let us know what you think and whether you agree or disagree or whether there's something we missed that you think was atrocious or something we missed that you think made this movie great. Uh, and talk about it in the comments or tweet at us or whatever you want to do. So, oh, without yeah. further ado, spoiler warning. All right, Emery, I have a lot of problems with this fucking movie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Wasting absolutely no time. Uh, As I said at the beginning, um, this (laughs) this movie is not coherent in any way, shape, or form. You just, you know that Odin is not there on Asgard because we saw this at the end of Avengers, or was it Avengers 2? Or maybe uh, it was Thor 2. That was Thor 2. Thor 2, okay. So we know that Loki's there pretending to be Odin and just enjoying himself. And we don't really know what happened to Odin. We just know that Loki's there. And we're not really given a good explanation for any of this. It's just... Not a one. It's just, oh, Loki somehow cast Odin out and somehow confused him with his magic and made him think he was an earthling and... For some reason, he goes from New York City to Norway? (laughs) Why? Why would this guy logically go to fucking Norway for no apparent reason? (laughs) Other than, oh, Norse mythology. Hey! And then (laughs) they go to find the fucking dude. (laughs) And he's just in this weird fucking plateau and grass. He's just standing by himself. Digital grass at that. <laughs> oh. Standing there. Oh, it was digital. Just just has this like nonsensical conversation with these two sons. And then 
I guess dies as he turns into gold dust. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I mean, it's like I'm just picturing his... the WWE guy. <laughs> you know? like, oh shit! <laughs> but <laughs> I felt that was almost not. I mean, it uh, never reached this. Uh, it never uh. reached this level. But it was almost as stupid as the Man of Steel like dad scene where he dies for no fucking reason, and then like. I would say it's even more comparable to BVS where Superman just for some reason goes to the top of a mountain and for some reason hallucinates that dear old dead dad <laughs> that I let die is there. And he has this supposed to be inspirational conversation. Yeah. But meanwhile, the fucking sons are in the background nudging each other, making jokes and jabs at each other the whole time. <laughs> like, am I supposed to take any of this seriously? Um, Yeah, about that. Uh, He's a fucking god. <laughs> you uh, just technically all three of them were, but um, I just turn into gold for s- sparkles. Hey, you know? and the fucking oh my god, the Jeff Goldblum <laughs> <laughs> referring to his lightning as sparkles. <laughs> all I could think about was oh he inspir- <laughs> he inherited the sparkles from dad <laughs> as we saw earlier oh, oh. god it's I just have so fuck. many problems with this movie and the way it was written it's just so like out of it, out of place with the rest of the marvel movies the rest of the marvel movies have humor in them and increasingly so i think yeah. as they try to like force it a little bit but this movie was just so over the top out of place where everything was a fucking joke and everything had to have jabs back and forth the most serious of fucking moments where people are dying and your home world's being fucking destroyed and this fucking bitch just shows up for no apparent reason like oh when odin dies oh this woman i cast out is going to suddenly know and appear not not in fucking asgard on Earth. <laughs> Why did she appear on Earth? <laughs> There's no reason for her to appear on Earth other than we want to have an action scene where they're going in the fucking CG rainbow thing <laughs> and throw him into the space. Bye, Frost. It was literally nothing but a fucking plot twist to send them to Planet Hulk World so they could do that side mission for an hour and 30 minutes of the movie. Like, this is what happens when we put these three characters together for all of 10 seconds. It was 10 seconds into, like, Hela showing up for the first time in the entire movie. Without explanation. Without any explanation. Odin just turned into gold sparkles on Earth for no reason. Yeah. And... Hela shows up and says, what's up, fucks? It's like, oh, yeah. Hey, bro. That that's a shame that Kneel I to missed me it on this fucking Earth planet thing. He was like, "Fuck that!" <laughs> so yeah, it was so incoherent all the way through. And this oh. movie, if it had been written as strictly Ragnarok, and they had you know <laughs> made it a battle between Hela and Thor and Loki and all these people in between this that would have... have been a great movie and a cool movie and i liked the idea of kind of what they did where they had uh uh idris elba yeah his character you know having a kind of resistance doll yeah yeah a resistance movement trying to save as many people as he could but none of that needed to happen <laughs> none of it 
Not just, even, the not only even reason any of that shit happens is because uh, we're going to go on the side quest for most of the movie. <laughs> We've got thrown over to Planet Hulk because we can't. Stay on a fucking rainbow bridge that we've been taking for. Let, let, let's reiterate that these are gods who have been alive for thousands of years. Yeah. <laughs> Not, nothing in this we, movie makes fucking sense. <laughs> and then the solution uh, to everything takes, what, like 10 minutes of the movie? Uh, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he awakens his Raiden powers, you know, again. <laughs> it's uh, like, I I awoken these for like a little bit, and then it's like, oh no, no, you can't you can't use those yet. Yeah, let, let, we'll have you pull those out later. And even that stuff is irrelevant because it doesn't solve the problem. It's just, oh, you're going to be the flashy distraction that we film while we take another ten minutes to have you know Loki go and <laughs> destroy Asgard for us. You know, right? <laughs> it was just so sloppy (laughs) and i feel like they could have just taken their time i don't know if maybe there's a time limit on these contracts and they're just worried that they're not going to get these people back but possibly also the marvel machine aka uh disney machine uh it it hurts it really hurts to see this movie which again should have been two separate movies yeah being basically shoehorned into each other to the point where I, half the time i couldn't tell which way was fucking up and that's before we talk about leaving planet sakar by flying through the devil's anus <laughs> they literally call it the devil's anus <laughs> This is some planet in the middle fuck knows where. And for some reason, we have a portal to fucking Asgard (laughs) in our backyard. Not just that. Called the Devil's Anus. Yeah. Yeah. Also. None of this makes sense. (laughs) Can, Can we talk for just a brief second about how in the fuck in this fucking cinematic universe... Does a guy with an aircraft that is just an aircraft, not a fucking spacecraft, an aircraft, managed to find his way on the backside of the universe's ass crack? Somehow, (laughs) Bruce Banner's stupid ass goes from (laughs) Earth's atmosphere to this fucking place in the middle of the fucking universe. Like, how the fuck did that happen? Yeah, he's how? just in a jet. Why? He's in a jet. <laughs> it's that. It's a. It's a fucking jet. It's like out of nowhere, he finds a strange portal that never shows up again. And not only was he doing this, he was doing this in Hulk form. <laughs> God. Somehow he piloted this fucking thing off the planet Earth to this fucking planet on another galaxy. <laughs> can, can we talk for a minute about how this Hulk who? Oh, that's another thing. We finally got the Hulk to say things in this movie. Um, This Hulk manages to, while still Hulk, operate machinery of any kind. Let alone manage to not be suffocated in the vacuum of space, which is where he should have gone if he was going to the atmosphere, but find 
a very conveniently placed portal that takes him all the way to Sakaar, where we can have Jeff Goldblum make him kill a bunch of people. Also, Doug. And also, for two years, nothing makes him go back to normal? Absolutely nothing? nothing. He was on the plane with the stupid video that made him change back to normal. (laughs) So that video never played ever? You never even thought about it? Never was reminded of it. <laughs> like nothing, nothing in this movie makes fucking sense. I feel like in Planet Hulk. Correct me if I'm wrong. He stays Hulk simply because he chooses to, right? Yes. It's not just because randomly we decide. Oh, he's not going to change back. It's because he chooses to. Yeah, that was a by choice deal. Ugh. Not any of this. Oh, it's like the. The Hulk was taking over. I don't know if I yeah. ever become the Hulk again. If I, if Bruce Banner will ever be back, because are, are we just saying we're done with Mark Ruffalo? Is is, is that what we're saying? Is, is Mark Ruffalo done with this shit? And I don't know what the it, fuck to think, man. I, I think I'm gonna say one thing, and hopefully I don't forget to say the other thing. Yeah. Um, I think another big thing that hurt this movie, especially as a Thor movie is the destruction of the hammer. Like, you see that in the trailer, and you think, oh, shit just got real. Yeah. And then you go see this movie, and it's like, it didn't even matter. <laughs> that it, was... Mjolnir spo- is supposed spo- to be everything. It, it, <laughs> it gives him his power. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. It is him. Nobody else can supposedly lift it, but we're just going to, you know, break it and forget about it. Just leave it. <laughs> <laughs> and not then, just that oh, we're going to say it was hella nothing. had it first yeah and br- broke it and it's like oh just like every other movie where it's like the guy with the powers gets his powers taken you know you had to realize the power was in him it all was along in him all go fuck yourself <laughs> yeah the god pow- damn the, it the power literally doesn't come back for any good reason it just yeah, he he, he want, just gets hit a lot. You want some powers? He, All right, he just get gets hit extra and thinks go be, that, go he, be raiding for a few minutes. He thinks of his dad. He's just like, oh shit, dad's dead. Yeah. Oh a, shit, dad's a dead. BVS, <laughs> a Superman moment where he imagines dad and suddenly gets his powers back like, for no apparent reason <laughs> in a context where there's no reason for him to be thinking about his dad. At all. No. None. <laughs> no. It is, he he starts thinking about his dad after he's kind of gotten like super trounced by the Hulk the first time he sees him in the arena that everyone's seen from the trailer. Yeah. And he's like, oh, like, how do you think a fight with the Hulk is going to go? Uh, eventually, the Hulk does that thing that he does when he has someone on the ground and he just keeps hitting him. <laughs> he just keeps hitting him. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, there were there were things in this movie that like the Valkyrie scene for example b- beautiful looking scene that I was totally digging um the scene with the exception of the like winking to the audience where he does the fucking Raiden spin move <laughs> I swear um, to god the bridge fight oh. scene had a lot of cool moments um when he and Hela actually were fighting they had cool moments I was hoping that there would be more of like a Loki and Thor versus Hela moment where they're both just going at her. I was hoping for that um, too. Especially when in the trailer they have like the slow motion thing where he's on the bridge and he he's flips like, the he, knives. He flips the knives just to look fucking cool. But the thing is he doesn't do that in the movie. 
Oh, another thing. The that, flip knife thing yeah. never happened. Yeah, the uh, coolest scene in the fucking trailer doesn't yeah. happen in the movie. Oh, yeah, the thing that's supposed to make you get amped. I you thought just, I was going to see Loki going all out on the backside of Hela, and, come to help save Thor's ass after he th- threw himself in there. Yeah, and, and he, he, while well, he, he does pull out knives, he just... He doesn't do yeah. the one thing that made him actually look fucking cool in this movie. Yeah. So I, I, there, I have so many problems because like in the moments that should have shined the brightest where they could have milked it for all it was worth, they just made it kind of a throwaway scene. And, it, you know, <laughs> even when he starts fighting Hela, literally all they do is jump at each other and scene. <laughs> that's it and the next thing you th- see is thor getting stabbed a bunch of times like <laughs> right we missed the coolest fucking part of the film they didn't even show it to us it's like we we missed the clash that that is one thing that is a fucking sin when it comes to filmmaking if you're doing an action movie where you're showing the two like the primary protagonist and the primary antagonist doing a clash scene to cut away before the actual connection happens, th- that's a fucking tragedy. Yeah. that That is a missed opportunity for, like, movie gold. Yeah. And oh. I, I want to tell you, the first time I got that inkling that this movie was going to disappoint me, and I went into this movie with very low expectations because of what happened to me during Guardians. Um, the first time I knew was when... We start the movie, and he's in this fucking fiery realm or something. I thought what they were going to do is be like, all right, he's in this situation because Hela came in and took over, and all this bad shit happened. And Hela threw him in jail or something. He's just reflecting on it. I was like, all right, that's a cool way to do this. Instead, it's just him being in this fucking fire realm for no apparent reason. (laughs) Just He just somehow somebody told him somewhere that hey you should go to this fucking fire realm and go and <laughs> steal this fucking dude's helmet so you can protect it from destroying your world and at no not even point his helmet it's it's more or less his face yeah and he just took some dude's face off there's no reason for him to know this and go there without going to Asgard first where he would clearly realize that hey my dad is Loki and maybe I should say something <laughs> Uh, yeah. So that, that, the beginning of the movie is literally nothing but a big plot hole. And not only is it a plot hole, but they try to take this, like, serious, you know, action scene where this, this creature thing who can supposedly destroy, you know, Asgard. Surter. He's just, not only is he making jokes, but the fucking monster thing is making jokes while he's hanging on a chain and rotating. And their joke is, hold on, wait, wait, wait for me to come around. I'm not even moving, blah, blah, blah. Like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) Like, this is supposed to be a fucking, you know, an end of times monster thing that's going to destroy your fucking homeworld. Yeah. you're just like, oh, I'll make jokes with him. <laughs> and then he just breaks out of the chains because, oh, why not? <laughs> Mjolnir doesn't even free, free him from the chains. He's just like, Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. The, this the, fucking demon monster from, couldn't come up with some fucking magical chains or something. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. He does nothing but fight Asgards. Yeah. And also, I think it's like right after he breaks out of the chains that we have the first usage of Immigrant Song. Yeah. That, <laughs> the, the, the initial use of Immigrant Song. 
to be followed by two more, at least uh, two more. Yeah, it was uh, like I don't remember ah! if there was another one in the credits. There probably was. Uh, I, I don't think it was in the credits. I think but, they might have maybe learned restraint. Yeah, but for this movie, when I turned off my brain and ju- which is kind of like what I have to do with Zack Snyder movies, <laughs> and that's not a good thing, Marvel. Oh uh, yeah. When I turned God. off my brain and just appreciated Hemsworth's thor for being cool looking (laughs) he went full meathead and loki for being cool looking in the fight scenes i was like all right cool it it looks cool Uh, i'll give you that i i felt uh, there's just so much wasted potential and that's why i'm not even a marvel guy like and when i i do read marvel comics i usually hate thor because he talks in the stupid like Oh, thy power is not blah, 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 blah. Like, Yay, verily. Like, that shit annoys the fuck out of me. I'm like, just speak in a normal fucking voice. You've lived on Earth long enough to, <laughs> you know, not talk like a fucking douchebag. This uh, is what happens when you get him to speak in a normal voice. Yeah, that's why I like the movie version of Thor. I think the movie version of Thor is cool and likable and relatable. But the moment you like just take everything out of his movie that makes his actions important, <laughs> it's, yeah. It's just, oh, I had so many problems. This movie isn't a good Thor movie. It's not a good Hulk movie. It's it's not a coherent movie. There's so many things that you are looking forward to that just don't happen. Um, and they the movie is just constantly winking at the audience and jacking itself off with you know. <laughs> forced humor and stupid jokes and fucking for some reason we have charlie and the chocolate factory music going on this fucking alien planet oh my god i almost forgot about these illusion and they're oh drinking my god they're, they're fucking drinking you know american beers on these fucking planets and the the fucking guy at the beginning makes a fucking dallas cowboys reference on asgard <laughs> an uh, alien makes a fucking Rock, got, paper, scissors joke? I got these. Yeah, rock, paper, scissors joke. Oh, my God. And we, I got these in a place called Texas. Texas. He's holding up two fucking, you know. Two fucking M16s. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> I named this one Des, and I named this one Troy. Together, they're destroy. I'm like, <gasps> you you literally just made a fucking cowboys reference for an Asgardian on Asgard holding two fucking <laughs> M16s, two AR15s, oh. just fucking what are you fucking doing? Oh. None of this makes sense. None of it is coherent and it's like the humor is lost because it's so out of place and incoherent for where it's happening. Speaking of out of place jokes, a uh, little physical humor. Uh, let's take a spear that for some reason breaks off into like three tips and have the alien who's never been to Earth before say, oh, you, you could kill three vampires if they were like all huddled together. And it's just like, yeah, nothing what the f- Nothing <laughs> in this movie makes sense, and it's 100% on the writing. Because it wasn't like improv scenes where you're like, okay, whatever, he was improv and trying to be funny. Oh, no, yeah. these were scenes that were hard-written for fucking CG characters and stuff, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that was planned. Th- th- they planned that joke. Whoever wrote this movie needs to be fucking fired immediately. God Because they really, it. they just whiffed on so many things, and 
I don't know if the producers made them do it or if they just didn't film the, the action scenes they wanted to. But th- there were so many opportunities just to have an awesome action scene with Thor, and they just squandered it with CG, you know, cannon fodder. And then the big bads that you would expect to be an exciting fight, the giant monster and Hela, you're just like, eh, eh, we'll, we'll have them jump at each other and she'll wave some CG knives around and then we'll forget about it. Uh, speaking of cannon fodder, uh, the fucking Warriors 3, Hogan, Fandral, and Volstag. They, yeah, they, they go out like bitches. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they don't do a fucking thing. Like, what the fuck, guys? Are you telling me these fucking people that fight on the level of Thor himself? For thousands of years. <laughs> couldn't even put up a little bit of a fight? I mean, the fucking cannon fodder soldiers that she fights at the end of the bridge at least impaled her once. Yeah. They stabbed her once. Whereas, uh, <laughs> but the fucking elite heroes of this fucking world couldn't do a fucking thing. It's just knife, 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 dead. What the fuck? I don't know. There's just so God many moments in this it. movie where I'm just like, fuck. They had like little glimmers of like what could have been with the dynamic between Loki and Thor, where they're like. Loki's still kind of up to some shit, you know, with the Cosmic Cube and stuff, and uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, and he's still in the middle of the movie being a dick for no reason. No real good reason. <laughs> but then at the end, he kind of redeems himself, but you know he probably has the cube on him, and he's probably doing something nefarious, which is... <laughs> because he's Loki. <laughs> which is probably why you see the giant ship in the after credit scene, the first after credit scene. Yeah. I'm guessing Thanos knew that he had the fucking cube and was like, give me my fucking cube. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm assuming within like maybe f- three minutes into the Infinity War movie, uh, it's going to start with uh, Loki being pushed aside like a bitch. Yeah. And being told by Thanos, give me that fucking cube or I'm going to fucking kill you. And all of Asgard since... Oh, that's another point. Since when is Asgard not an actual place in this universe? Since when is Asgard a people? Also, if Asgard is not a place, but a people... How is it that Hela somehow loses power and dies, but Thor doesn't? How is it that... Reasons. 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 (laughs) Nothing, literally nothing is explained in this movie. (laughs) Things just happen. It's just a bunch of cool looking shit. Hey, I'm going to peace out and your evil sister is going to come back and kill everybody. Cool? Cool. Bye. Cool, gold cool. dust. <laughs> cool, cool, bye. Gold dust and like, oh, you didn't see it coming. <laughs> oh, he's dead. Oh, shit. And now I you, missed it. You and your brother who get sent off on, at two completely different points on the the whatever frost. Yeah. yeah. Can we talk and, about that for a second, and too? still somehow end up on the same fucking planet yeah, it's... doing completely different things. 
Nothing makes sense. All right. Oh, my God. Uh, the things oh we've been complaining God. about mostly so far have been about the stuff that happens at the very beginning and the very end, because those are the only Thor parts, let's be real. Yeah. The middle of the movie is all on this fucking planet with planet Hulk situations going on. Uh, you have the Hulk who, for n- no reason whatsoever, just doesn't go back to Bruce Banner ever. Nah. You have Jeff Goldblum, who is just over-the-top Jeff Goldblum. Uh, at first lovable, but mm. eventually he starts to wear on you a little bit. He, uh, he went full Goldblum. Although I, I will oh, give him credit God. for his end credit scene, which was kind of funny. But I, th- <laughs> the way they made it sound like he was one of those, like, older entities like you know uh the collector and stuff uh yeah and, and a, he should be but, but uh for some just reason like hey everybody's gonna kick his ass <laughs> like what like <laughs> i thought that, he was some cosmic entity uh, i thought that was the whole reason he had this place in the first place right like the the way that end credit scene should have gone down is like oh everything fell apart they try to attack him he still bats them away like they're fucking nothing because he's still the fucking grandmaster. Yeah, but nope, he's just some fucking dude who fucks chicks in his ship <laughs> and has orgies, birthday orgies in his ship. Another thing, I was like, why? <laughs> why did we need to do this? It's my birthday. <laughs> he has a giant birthday party button. Oh, this movie, man. This fucking movie. It was so stupid. This is how you know... The people at Marvel, at least depending on which project they're on, they really don't give a shit. I, like, I feel like we're just getting dangerously close to Schumacher territory. Dangerously like, close. I we're mean, not there yet, God. but we're getting fucking close, man. Yeah, we're not quite like bat nipples <sighs> and bat butt, but... Oh, it's getting... uh. And I, I feel like I'm tearing this movie apart because I did enjoy parts of it, mostly like the action scenes and the the brief interactions you have between Loki and Thor, yeah. Before they're interrupted by a stupid joke or you know a nonsensical, yeah, <laughs> villain showing up or something. Like the elevator scene, I both love it and hate it because I loved it until they showed what the thing, what the trick was. Oh yeah, when they showed what the trick was, I was like that was fucking retarded there was no <laughs> why would why would any enemy be like oh let us help you out and let their guard down for one and two your your fists aren't good enough you know you have to throw your brother at him somehow that works better than just going forward and punching them <laughs> you're, again you're fucking gods I, you are fucking gods it, it's like they forgot it's like they forgot this whole fucking time. Yeah, I just there's so many things to pick apart about this movie, and I feel like it wouldn't bother me so much. I'd be, just, I'd just shrug it off and be like, whatever. If there weren't so many opportunities for great potential f- scenes, this this very easily could have been the best Thor movie by far, and been one of the better Marvel movies in this universe. If they had just stuck to being Ragnarok if they hadn't forced all this 
inappropriate humor that was just poorly timed and in bad places. And if they had actually shown the cool action scenes and cinematography that would have sold this movie, the stuff that they were advertising in the fucking trailer, half the fucking trailer wasn't in the movie. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And then there was uh, something that was definitely in the movie that wasn't in the trailer. Um, Thor loses an eye. No. Uh, which means absolutely fucking nothing. Yeah. it's It literally means nothing. It means he gets to wear an eye patch. One more excuse to fuck with <laughs> Chris Hemsworth and make him wear more shit. <laughs> uh, at least he doesn't have to have the long wig anymore. I, uh, I am 100% confident that the reason they cut his hair in this movie... Is and because that, he got that, tired of the wig. Which was probably the weakest Stan Lee cameo yet. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I love Stanley, but that was but that was that was. They could have done something better with him. Nothing. Yeah, they could have. They could have done something way better for him. Yeah. Um. But I feel like the only reason they make him cut his hair is because he was complaining that this wig was fucking hot, and it, you know he already had to wear this hot armor that has to have a fucking cooling system in it because it yeah it's so gross and exhausting and dehydrates him. You know. Oh yeah. So I understand from an acting point they cut his hair. I think he looks cooler with short hair anyway. Uh, and the eye patch thing, you know, like I don't want you just want him to look like his dad. You know, fucking gold dust dad. <laughs> So he could be the leader-ish of his people. I don't know. In order to lead the Asgardians, you must be an Asgardian yourself and also only have one eye. Yeah. So I I think it's cool, but it kind of made me a little sad inside because I once I saw him with the short hair and the eye patch, I could see the end of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, at least as we currently know it, before a hard reboot has to happen. Oh, yeah. I think it's very clear that once Infinity War Part 2 is over with, they really don't have anywhere else to go. And I think a lot of these characters, they're just going to be rebooted. They're going to be let go. Their contracts are too expensive now, you know. And yeah, they're still complaining about their costumes, which is understandable. They've been doing this fucking stuff for ten years now, you know. Yeah, the, um, those things, those things get hot. Uh, I can understand why that a lot of the things that they're doing to help these guys out is CGI. Yeah, so there's gr- good things. There's little sparks of like greatness in this movie that just kind of got squashed. But- there's one thing that I, I'm still trying to reconcile throughout my entirety of watching this movie. Doctor Strange. Yeah, there was no reason whatsoever to have him in there. there there's only one reason, and that's because of uh, in the Doctor Strange movie. We had we, the end we, credits we scene. We had the end credits scene, and now we got to explain it. Yeah, we committed. We totally committed to that being a thing. Also, to have that whole thing go down is like, yeah, let's have a funny part where it's like, oh, like he somehow banishes Loki to a place where he just falls forever, and then he brings him back. Uh, but uh, why don't we also, in a Thor movie, completely undercut how powerful Norse gods are? By having a very human wizard just goes like, yeah, nope, nope, transport, transport, 
I'm yeah. gonna disorient you this whole t- whole fucking time. You guys are you guys are idiots. You guys aren't shit. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was, I thought it was okay. It, it, but was, it was entertaining. It, it makes sense, and it was like kind of tongue in cheek here or there. But I feel like he was an asshole to Thor for no apparent reason. Um, there's, uh, I mean, un- I, I just can't think w- of a single reason why he would be a dick to Thor. He, he there's one reason and one reason only. Because he's a dick to everyone. Is he, though? <laughs> he seemed pretty nice to, like, his buddies. I don't know. And his girlfriend or whatever. But, uh, um, uh, no. No. In the He learns how not to be a dick exactly. by the end of his movie. But uh, he was a dick to her at the very beginning, and then, <laughs> then he was fine. He was nice the rest of the movie. Uh, right, because he learned to not be a dick. But um, oh, God, yeah, it. that scene was completely useless and a very convenient way to get them to fucking Norway for no <laughs> apparent reason. Um, oh. Yeah, just one of many incoherent, stupid things in this movie that just didn't need to be there. See, what I thought was going to happen with the whole Doctor Strange thing was, uh, you know, Thor was going to be on Earth, you know, with his girlfriend or whatever, and... He was going to, you know, end up running into Doctor Strange, who had just inherited this role of protector, you know, from cosmic whatevers. Yeah. And he goes, look, you're from another dimension or whatever it is in this world. I don't get it because <laughs> apparently you can fly to it. So, right. <laughs> maybe it's just another part of space. I don't fucking know. But um, <laughs> I thought Doctor Strange would be like, all right. There's a greater threat coming, and I know where it's coming from, and I need your help in isolating it, or this and that. Something along those lines. And they would kind of form a a, a, mutual, team. a mutual agreement that'd be yeah. like, hey, you keep eyes open, ears open for me. I'll keep eyes open, ears open, and then we'll report back to each other and help each other out or whatever. And then, you know, Thor would go back to Asgard and discover Loki being a douchebag and... Th- this would lead to something happening where Loki, like, trying to defend himself or something, releases Hela or something along those lines. That's what I was expecting. Not, you know, I'm just random shit happening everywhere. You yeah. Know? Um, just so... Speaking of was, r- random was, shit. The one cameo oh. I was expecting and very disappointed that we didn't see was I expected to see something referencing the Guardians of the Galaxy in this movie. Especially since uh, this is all like space age related. It's off in the stars. The vast majority of this movie is in this space world planet thing. Yeah. And this junkyard planet slash Coliseum thing. And And not a single member of that group shows up. You don't see anything. You don't hear it referenced. Maybe there's something in the background. Like they put a little device or something in the background. But you don't see anything referencing like the Guardians of the Galaxy people. Even though fucking Jeff Goldblum was in the fucking credits of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. For no reason! <laughs> Again, another reason I hate that movie. <laughs> it's just stupid shit in these movies that doesn't make sense. Why is Jeff Goldblum fucking dancing in the credits of the Guardians of the Galaxy movie even though he's not in it? Uh, why, I, why is <laughs> he I then think... in the Thor movie and there's no Guardians of the Galaxy whatsoever? I, I think he was busy having a space orgy. <sighs> that that's what he was doing. 
So yeah. Ugh, Overall, it I hurts. Have, I have so many fucking problems with this movie, and it's again, it wouldn't bother me so much, and I wouldn't be so passionately upset about it if they hadn't shown so many great sparks. No pun yeah. intended. Of 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 a great movie, of a great film, of a great story. You know, if he, it had a lot of potential. They just, uh, just no, not good. <laughs> it, if this were any other movie with any other franchise, you know, without the giant universe building it, I would be like, this movie was shit. It was incoherent. It was stupid. The humor was completely off. Like. There was cool visual things in it from time to time, but that was it. And it's like I, you, I, you can make a pretty painting, but uh, if you can't come up with a decent story to get from point A to point B, the the fuck is the point? I mean, if it didn't already have those super strong foundations that the Marvel Cinematic Universe is built for it, this thing would have fallen apart immediately. Like, just... I don't. Yeah, and it, the only reason I give it as much credit as I do, and the only reason I was able to enjoy it as much as I did, which is to say, you know, brain off is good, is okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, is because of all the stuff that happened before. Had none of that happened before, had it had no setup, had these characters been brand new to me, I would be like, fuck this, <laughs> this is fucking retarded. Nothing about this makes sense. This is stupid. Yeah, it's. <sighs> So guys, the, the more yeah. and more I think about it, again, I like the Thor movies. I I probably more than you. I I like Thor as you know the Chris Hemsworth you know character, but it, he has great visuals and like I like that he has the kind of lightning power or whatever. The Mjolnir thing was stupid, but I just uh, yeah. There's just so much that I want to love that just keeps getting stripped from this character in these movies, and I, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to feel. Oh. But I think Guardians gets away looking better because Guardians had a good ending. Yeah, Guardians wrapped it up nicely and gave you a good, satisfying ending. Um, Guardians has the likable character interactions that. While they were doing a lot of the eye winking at the audience, and Batista was over the top, like ridiculous forced humor, whereas the first movie was more like an occasional occurrence because he's dumb. <laughs> yeah, um, still learning about him. Yeah, yeah. The first one was more like, oh, I don't understand the context because I'm socially inept. And yeah. then the second movie was, I'm gonna make a joke because I'm funny. Like that. <laughs> that's the difference, you know. Even with all of that, the characters were likable. You know, you had Kurt Russell, who was kind of entertaining, um, if, if not, like, again, forced in some parts. Yeah. Uh, but this movie is just, from beginning to end, it's just, I want to like, you know, I like Loki. I like the Valkyrie girl. I like, you know, Thor himself. Uh, Odin was fucking retarded. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I like Idris Elba's character. Um it just ooh i i just remember something <laughs> and this is one of the very kind of like self-decadent parts of this movie uh there is a really funny scene now that i think about it with odin or whoever one thinks is odin 
Oh. Watching a play yes, the, of what happened in Thor 2. The ultimate cameo. Oh, my God. Where Loki has decided to get Matt Damon to play himself <laughs> in a stage play. Of course. Yeah, that was pretty funny. That was pretty entertaining. Oh, my God. It was and, like, But that was appropriate. That's what I would expect from Loki. You right. Know? It wasn't like Odin doing this, like actual Odin doing this. This wasn't Hela doing this, which is what happened with a lot of the other funny moments yeah where it's just a character in a situation that shouldn't be making jokes either way i don't know and i liked another big disappointment for me is i feel like you know we talked about this with the spider-man film the marvel cinematic universe lacks good villains period yeah uh the best villain they have is vulture from from spider-man homecoming and all of their other good villains are owned by another company for the movie rights. Yeah, so like literally the most like forgettable character in the comics is their best <laughs> villain in their cinematic universe right now. I, you Which getting, is saying a yeah, lot I, at this g- point. People give Loki a lot of credit, but I don't think Loki was that great a villain to begin with. He's a cool character. I like him as a character and as like an anti-hero type of dude. Yeah, he's... Uh, barely a villain he's but he's he's more an asshole i didn't think he was a good villain in avengers he was just kind of a dude with a stick yeah (laughs) like you know shitting on humans once in a while and then shoots some bolts doing his thing he turns some people to my side and he really isn't intimidating at all people are always kicking his ass like yeah i just didn't think there i really do think the only good villain they have is vulture (laughs) <laughs> is michael unfortunate. keaton michael yeah. keaton is their best villain right now and hella could have been the next big awesome villain she has an awesome visual style she's intimidating she is could awesome action scenes where she's fighting with all of them and they killed her and not only did they kill her but the few fights she has they're just like eh. Eh. cg gone there's like one when they had like the coordinated fighting with you know thor was going at her briefly very briefly very very before they do the cinematic jump at each other for the trailer yeah and (sighs) even like the part where she cuts out his eye it's just like the most random thing like it's like oh look at that he cut his eye i wonder why she didn't like stab his eye or anything she just kind of went (laughs) and his eye popped out right i was like what is this (laughs) that doesn't make fucking sense that's not physically possible (laughs) how do you even you know what so there's a lot of things in this movie that I feel were just shoved in there, and I feel like the writers were just on a fucking couch getting stoned oh, and coming up yeah. with whatever would make them laugh while they were getting stoned off their ass <laughs> like, and just throwing in every stupid joke they could think of and every stupid situation they could think of. Like We literally get a Hulk dick joke in this movie. Uh, we get a Hulk dick joke uh, in this movie about the fucking Armageddon of <laughs> Asgard. Right. His entire people are about to die. His path to salvation is called the Devil's Anus. Referenced and, by not one, but several characters. And the the best that we could do... God a dick joke. Yeah, a dick joke. The more I think about it and the more I talk about it with you, the more angry I get because it's 
there's just so much wasted potential. And, you know, it's one of those things where once you've done it, you can't really go back and redo it, at least not for a significant amount of time, you know? Yeah. There's not going to be another chance to do Hela and, you know, a good, you know, Thor Ragnarok movie, at least for 10 years. At least! Because you still have the cinematic universe going, and then you, you'll have to reboot it at some point, right? Yeah. Uh, at least 10 years. Ten, ten if years, if not I, longer, Planet Hulk, same thing. If not any Hulk movie in general, <laughs> because we still don't know how to do those yet. I, it's not that hard. It really isn't. I just don't, <laughs> guys. I just don't I, understand how they uh, managed to fuck this up. Oh. Yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about or evaluate? There were some good things. I, I feel like we're beating the shit out of this movie. There were some <laughs> good things. I what when I wa- walked out of the movie, I was like, I had a good time. I guess more because I know what's going on now with these yeah. characters more than like actually being satisfied by the movie. There were the visual scenes that were cool, like the Valkyries descending on Hela and fighting with Hela, even though it got super super CG at the end of it. Um, oh yeah, the initial like fights on the bridge were pretty cool um when they actually had thor using his raiden power <laughs> it looked cool yeah uh, it seemed cool a um, lot of the visuals were very well done um i feel like the scene with hella destroying mjolnir would have been cool if it had happened like predictably on a- on Asgard like she showed up to Asgard to fucking take this place over and Thor and Loki are like fuck and, and he throws his hammer to try to fight her and she's just like fuck you blam and just takes over Asgard that's what I thought was going to happen that's honestly what should have happened and that would have been cool visually and like if, for a good villain and a you know a terror <laughs> yeah know, you like, have you have the hulk yeah hulk who's essentially indestructible and you have fucking thor who is a fucking god <laughs> with his brother who is also a god slash frost giant slash wizard <laughs> with illusion powers i don't know illusion. there's a lot going on with that character you have these three fucking like juggernauts in this universe and you finally have a character that it can actually pose a threat to them, and yeah. in a way, you know, in a substantial way, it's like the problem you have with Superman. It's like you're gonna throw all these people that are gonna fist fight him. Like, good luck, you know. It was um, like maybe five minutes in, Hela everyone was, realizes that yeah. the fists don't work. Hella's older. She's smarter. She's more powerful. She has more combat experience. She is intimidating on every level. She even has Odin's blood, so she has inherited <laughs> Odin's traits and powers, you know? Yeah. Just like Thor did. Yeah, so she, she's she, literally... She's the perfect yeah. amalgamation of a threatening villain for these super OP p- characters, you know? Yeah, and she's the goddess of death. That is her being thing. the goddess of death, she really doesn't strike that much fear into me, you know? I, I was I was too busy looking at uh, the ageless and always attractive Kate Blanchett. <laughs> um, uh, she she can she can kill me anytime. Um, with that said, uh, uh, it, it's weird to and, see something that looked very action packed, but when we actually got to the action, like I was still trying to come down from the relentless joke making yeah and humor pokes and just like really trying to 
get me to chuckle real hard at something. Yeah. And um, the the one other thing I did like was the dynamic where they did kind of have Thor and Loki at times looking to kind of like make up with each other and like still tolerate each other, if not even kind of like each other. In, yeah. You know, kind of like. It's like they're still brothers. Way. Yeah. Yeah. That I liked, but they kind of just, again, the whole middle of the movie, the whole middle hour of the movie, the where they're on this planet, nothing makes sense. Like, that dynamic they were building is completely forgotten about and then recycled. I feel like this, this movie in the middle should have happened before <laughs> Thor Ragnarok <laughs> and then led into Thor Ragnarok, you know? Yeah. So there's just so many things that they just fumbled on and just... To say the least, uh, there, there was. <laughs> I said it several times. I'll say it one more time. There's just so many little sparks of greatness that could have been molded into something really cool, both visually and you know narratively. But they just they wouldn't cash out on it. They just kept going for the stupid humor to interrupt it and doing the stupid nonsensical thing that would add a cameo or, you know, send them off on some side mission or whatever else, you know? Yeah, it just, it hurts. The things that mattered in this movie happened at the very beginning and the very end, and to be honest, neither the end nor the beginning had a very good explanation to begin with. So you're just left with this kind of hollow movie that's more about fan service and stupid fucking couch fucking pothead jokes you know (laughs) throughout the whole movie and just things that don't make sense in the context this isn't like a world that has already been set up to make no sense and is just humorous throughout this movie has serious movies in it this cinematic universe has very serious connotations throughout the movies and has very serious situations they do have the little sprinkling of humor and especially recently more little winking at the audience but they have like logical reasons for this stuff to happen yeah, I don't know. Anything else to add? Um, I mean, I could go on all night about this movie. <laughs> it's it just there's. We should yeah. definitely do these reviews after the movie more often because I feel like we have a lot more to say when we do. Yeah, it it just it seems like the the biggest problem that this movie is always going to have is that there's too much. There there there's surprisingly both too much and too little at the same time yeah. there's too much too much <laughs> trying to be shoved in with too little substance to sustain it yeah yeah that that's where this movie suffers a lot it's so just, yeah uh, uh, that's it, all i've got see it to stay relevant otherwise if you don't care about the mcu at all you could probably skip it it's not <laughs> you're not gonna miss a whole lot if you uh, don't care about either the thor the thor if you don't care about the Hulk or Thor, you really don't need to see this movie. You can have someone tell you what happens at the <laughs> the end credit scene. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I want to thank you all for sticking with us and joining us for the review discussion of Thor Ragnarok. Uh, remember, you can go check it out right now if you want to. Um, and again, if you want to stay updated, you probably should. I... If you like the video, if you like the discussion, feel free to like and subscribe down below on our YouTube channel. Uh, send us some comments. Maybe tweet at us at htbvids on Twitter. Maybe message us on forward slash uh, hit the books on Facebook. Um, we'll have more content coming up pretty soon here. 
Uh, always remember to check out our website, hdbvids.com, for any kind of updates we might have or uh, upcoming events or uh, videos. I uh, I've been saying this forever, but we're supposed to have a <laughs> uh, a handful of instructional videos and one or two more reviews coming up soon. Um, so stick around for that. We finally got everything up and running and going pretty smoothly. So, yeah, those instructional videos. Uh, really looking forward to shooting those. So, uh, again, thank you for sticking with us. I'm your host, Chris Holcomb, and I'm Emery Saunders, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.